Welcome back, everyone. Jay Bone here for Smash This Podcast. Late on a Sunday. But we are here celebrating, folks. That's right. We are celebrating. Because something has happened tonight that I have been talking about for years on this podcast. I've been talking about it for years. And it has finally, finally come to fruition. There is a new WWE champion. And his name is... The Miz. And I think it's awesome. Now, some of you may say, but Jabo, how can you say that? He did this by nefarious means. How can you support that? Well, I'll tell you why. It's happened. It, it's 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 been happening for years that I've been talking about this. Like I said, the guy is one of the hardest working guys in the company. He is a stand-up company guy. The guy does all the crazy, insane PR stuff that is asked of him. And if, if anybody see, and I've, I I've said this before, but it's been a long time since I've said it on here. So I'll, I'll repeat it again, just for the sake of it's to, uh, you know, just explain how I feel big picture wise. When the Miz was champ before, when he faced John Cena at WrestleMania. Now it's like, whoa, yeah, that's that's a while ago. So you see why I, I've wanted this to happen again for a long time. Because back then, I did not feel he deserved it. I did not feel he was worthy. And I know I'm not the only one that felt that way. I know a lot of it was about the return of The Rock and all that. But now, now I've been preaching this for at least five plus years. Like wanting, I was like, okay, the, the Miz is and has been one of the hardest working guys in this company. No matter like where you've put him or what title he's held, he's held with like, like, he's the guy. You know, when he's got that title, he is the guy. And he will portray it as he is the best fill-in-the-blank champ at that time, of all time, you know? Whether it was a tag champ, whether it was an intercontinental championship, anything. And now he's fine. The, the only bummer part about this is I wish there was like legit fans there to react to this. I don't care if it's cheers or boos or what. I just wish there were fans there to react to this because it, that was one thing 
that I was a little concerned about tonight going into this. I'm not going to lie. This is the first elimination chamber without fans present, you know? And, uh, and that's one thing that that's always been synonymous with the elimination chamber is those fan responses from those big spots, somebody falling from the top of the chamber, somebody doing a diving move off a top of one of the cells on top of like, you know, a bunch of other people or just a person in the middle of the ring for a finisher. Somebody going through the chamber wall or one of those or getting speared or plowed through one of those chamber barriers, those plexiglass barriers. Those are all great moments that are, and you wait to hear that audible reaction from the crowd and that just wasn't there tonight like like they had the piped in stuff but it's like i've come to like drown that out now you know because a lot of it's i mean they do sync some stuff up and you know with cheers and booze or whatever you know but it's it's not authentic and that's like i i get what they're trying to do and i and i applaud it but it's it's not the same. It's just not the same. And, um, but yeah, I am, like I said, I, even though I, I know it was from nefarious means and it was, it was cool how they, they put it out there. Like if something happened on Friday, I don't know. Cause I didn't watch, you know, I didn't do my raw review. I didn't do my SmackDown review. I, you know, I saw little clips here and there. I saw little things like, oh, okay, this happened. Okay, that happened. This is the final card, which ended up changing last minute anyways. And th this pay-per-view ended up ending a lot earlier than I thought it was. So it, it kind of it, it mixed up my schedule, but didn't really mix it up because um, – for those wondering, like, oh, yeah, well, the, I, I showed up on TNI tonight. That wasn't in the original plans. I set up the show for everyone, gave everyone the links like I always do. But I told them, I'm like, I'm not going to show up because I assumed the show, I, I assumed that Elimination Chamber was still going to go on while they were planning to go live. So I was like, don't worry about me being there. I'm not going to be there. I'm just going to be watching the, you know. And then whenever they were done, assuming they would go about an hour, give or take a little bit, then I would just go on afterwards. But Elimination Chamber ended before 9 o'clock my time. So I was like, oh, my God. I was So I quick message guys. I'm like, well, I guess I'll join you because the show just ended. And they were like, oh, okay. So then, yeah, I I did a little bit a little bit of trolling of the Impact fans, uh, which I don't normally do, but I was so excited I had to get a little bit of it out of my system. So, <coughs> and uh, you know, when when Trent asked what news I had, I said there was a new WWE champion, and his name is. The Miz and 
of course they kicked me out of the show then and had a you know had a brief moment of chaos and so but yeah it's <laughs> just it was just me having fun you know i don't normally do that so but yeah i'm ex i'm excited i'm excited and it it really throws wrestlemania on its head because i think a lot of people assumed and i assume too and i always what do i always say what do i always say i always say never assume you know sometimes these are predictable like how it's going to lead into mania who's going to face who and what and whatever and I think a lot of people assume that Edge was going to face Roman Reigns. And we got the exclamation point tonight, right after the first chamber match. Edge showed up. And um, yeah, made it no. Like, I'm coming for you. <clears throat> now, I don't know how that's going to affect Fastlane. I'm not going to assume. I'm not going to assume how that's going to go. Um, we don't know yet what's going to happen at Fastlane, but that's in four weeks. And then there's a very short period of time between Fastlane and WrestleMania. It's like, it's, it's, either, it's either two or three weeks, which is weird how they did it, but whatever. It's not going to change that now. Thanks again for everyone coming in late. I realize it is late, you know, as opposed to, you know, going live right after the pay-per-view, which I like to do, but it's not how it went tonight. So thank you for everyone who did tune in. Appreciate it. Much love, everyone. Make sure you smash that like button, smash that sub button, ring that bell for notifications. If you're over on the Twitch, you can cheer bits. You can follow. You can sub. You can do all that lovely stuff. You can even gift the sub. <laughs> Gary says you need to clone yourself for tonight. Yeah, right? Almost had to. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Bell's Boy says, I was so pumped when Lashley attacked drew after the match i had a title match between them both at wrestlemania dancing in my head anyone remember they faced each other four years ago and impact i think it was actually longer than that but yeah we were talking about that over on tni yeah because they did face each other at a was it slam anniversary i think we were talking about that one got a little fuzzy i couldn't remember where when when that was but yeah So, um, but yeah, so it, it, we did get that little bit of storytelling tonight with the Miz in the back before the main event talking about, um, uh, the Miz in the back talking to MVP. So it's like, oh, what's, what's going on there? You know, and they showed him, but didn't really, <coughs> excuse me, didn't, they didn't really exaggerate it. They didn't like, you know, blow it up. They just showed him briefly talking like kind of like in the distance, you know, or like, on, you know, kind of like out of the way someplace in the back. 
And it's like, oh, what's what's going on there? What's going on? And then, of course, you did find out what that was all about. So, so why, of all times now, why would the Miz be collabing with MVP? That's very interesting. I mean, they're two both very similar personalities, so that makes sense. But MVP has such a he's you know he's he's got all of his eggs in the basket of the hurt biz right now. So the fact you know maybe it was miss and that'll pre, you know what that'll probably all get explained um on Monday night, which I'll I'm sure to tune in for. Um So, oh, Gary says, yes, it was 2016. Okay, so between between five and six years ago, yeah. Um, or four, was it five? Uh, five. It's, it's late. It's, it's not the time to do math. But anyways, thank you. Um, <laughs> People say a, a title, yeah, RK says a title shot for Lashley. I, I doubt it knowing the Miz. Um, there's, see, that's the thing. There's got to be something in, in it for, there's got to be something in it for the Hurt Biz. You know? Obviously, Lashley was frustrated in his loss of the the United States Championship. We'll get into that in a little bit. So what what better way to take it out on someone than to Miz get into the head of MVP and say, hey, I'm sure Lashley's really frustrated what better way than to take out his frustration than attack the champ? And then guess what? I can cash in. But so there's got to be some something going on there. There's got to be something going on there. We'll 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 find out. We'll find out uh, tomorrow night. Um. But yeah, like like I said, that, that really I think a lot of people assumed it was gonna be McIntyre and Sheamus at Mania because they, they were kind of hinting at that, you know. Where does that go? Does that rivalry stay there between McIntyre and Sheamus? And does something brand new come into play for the Miz now leading into Mania? I'm really kind of lost on all this, but you know what? That's okay. Cause usually this stuff is very predictable, especially around this time of year. You start seeing stuff around Royal rumble, like, Oh, okay. So this is setting up this, this is setting up this, this person won the Royal rumble. This person's going to challenge this person. It all starts to unfold pretty quickly. You know, they're not going to build up anything new between Fastlane and Mania. That's what I, damn it, did 
There's that word again, assuming. That's what I'm assuming right now. Like whatever, whatever's either in the process of going through, you know, stuff right now over the course of the next couple of weeks, that's, that's your stuff set up for mania. So war dog says, sorry, this pay-per-view sucked from what I see and heard. Well, did you watch it? Did you watch it? If you watched it, that's one thing. But if you didn't watch it, then why are you saying that? Just asking. Just asking. Styles is in here. What is up? Yes, some of it. Well, that doesn't tell me anything. So, whatever. You can have your opinion. I enjoyed it. Look, the, the Elimination Chamber has always been one of my favorite themed pay-per-views and or gimmick matches for the last, what, almost 20 years of its inception. So, you're not going to change my mind on that. You, I mean, there's been a couple that, you know, didn't come off the same. Like the tag team one didn't come off great, in my opinion. Um, and there's a couple over the couple other ones over the years. But um, but I was happy with this one. We got two chamber matches. And I wasn't gonna be like the guy that was like, oh well, you gotta have a women's one now, too. No, whatever. They said there wasn't going to be a women's one now. If they did not feel like the roster on the main roster was strong enough to hold it and or rivalries to do it, then so be it. Then so be it, you know. Um, if you look at the women's roster right now in the main you know, on, on the main roster between Raw and SmackDown, I, I'm actually kind of glad they didn't because they just don't feature enough women to put them in there. They don't have enough secondary stories going on, in my opinion. You know, like they got a couple others floating around there besides the champs, but not a lot. So. <laughs> Our man says, never saw the Goodfellas, but the movie sucks. Ha. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did. Paul asks, how's Auntie doing tonight? Auntie's doing fine. Auntie's just chilling. Eric asks, does this break up Ms. and Morrison, Chabon? And what, what does Damien Priest to be in this? I... I don't know. Like a lot of people said, oh, well, they're putting. I heard a lot of people say that they were putting Miz and Morrison versus Damian Priest and 
uh, what the hell is the guy's name? Bad, the Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, minus the the. Um, so I mean that match could still certainly happen, but you got to think that whoever formerly was champion or and or others that were in that chamber match are going to want another shot at the Miz because now things are all wonky. So this may throw the bad bunny stuff like out the window. I mean, he's 24 seven champion. That's nothing to like get excited about. Honestly. Um, Damian priest though, I still think there's going to be big things for him coming up in mania, the way they've been booking him. They've been, been booking. Yeah. They've been booking him pretty solidly since his debut after the rumble. So, you know, the bad bunny stuff can only go so far. Cause I don't really, like I, he's not my cup of tea, so I don't see the worth, but I understand why he is a big name. He was just on SNL. I get it. It's just not my cup of tea personally. So, um, RK said Meltzer said it too, so it must be happening. Well, of course. Yeah, because his name is his his uh his, Meltzer's word is is uh is everything, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hakeem, who the F is bad bunny? <laughs> it's uh it's that's when you uh buy some blue bunny uh ice cream from the store. And you open it up and, and somebody licked it so it's already moldy and infected. And that's that's bad bunny. Yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are cracking me up tonight. Um <laughs> The word, the, <laughs> the word of Meltzer shall be thy gospel. Yeah, can, can I get an amen? Put your hand on the screen. Can I get an amen? <laughs> Hakeem says, sounds nasty. I'll pass. <laughs> <coughs> All right. So let's, let's, um, so that's just my brief thoughts uh, getting into this. Let's let's go over some of these results. Um, so we're talking about Elimination Chamber 2021. We are on the road to WrestleMania. We start out hot here, folks. We start out with the first Chamber match. Uh, I, I had a feeling we were going to be starting out with a Chamber match, but... I really wasn't sure which one, and I and to be honest, I was a little surprised it was this one. But then I started thinking about it more, and I was like, "Oh, well, maybe, just maybe, something big will happen at the end." Then with the other chamber, and sure enough, we did get something. So, this is for the. Um, This is, oh, see, I screwed up the notes because I, I was expecting the one and got the other one. 
Uh, this is for the uh, Universal Championship here. For the, Actually, it's for the number one contendership, excuse me, for the number one contender. Um, so you got Owens, Zane, Corbin, Jey Uso, and the two starting, Cesaro and Daniel Bryan. Uh, are the, the two to actually start in the ring together. Now, looking at this on paper, this may not seem like a great bunch to have in the chamber, but when you think about what's on TV right now and who's the main ones on TV, it makes sense. These are your top and or bigger mid-card guys that either just had a mid-card title or are featured a lot so it makes sense i was i was okay with this bunch because i mean these are honestly workhorse guys when you look at how hard these guys work week to week especially zane love his character or not the guy is always giving a hundred 10% with his character and his charisma is through the roof. The liberator, if you will. So, so I was okay with this bunch of guys going into this. So like I said, yeah, uh, Zane, um, excuse me, Cesaro and Daniel Bryan started. And that just that's a great way to start it. You know, it's, these guys aren't going to hold back for anything. You've got Corbin in next, and which shocked me that um, Corbin was actually the first guy out by Cesaro. Because if you look at the way Corbin's, I mean, I guess Corbin's been booked a little wonky lately. Um, but if you look at the way Corbin's been booked over the last couple of years, minus the, uh, failed cash in, of course, I would have said out of all these guys, <clears throat> um, Corbin's got a pretty good chance to win this. Um, but of course that would go against, um, that would go against like normal booking as far as like, okay, you, you'd want a baby face to heal the baby face to face the heel after this. So it's, it makes sense that they went with Daniel Bryan at the end, but, um, so you got Zane in next. And Zane, like I said, Zane's charisma was through the roof tonight. It was very entertaining, very loud, very opinionated. And then it was when it was time to get in, like he didn't want to get in, and he just got his ass handed to him over and over again by uh, Cesaro, which was hilarious. And then um, you had Owens, and then Jay Uso in last. Um, And 
so yeah, Corbin was your first first uh, elimination from Cesaro. Zayn was or no, wait a minute. Double checking my notes here. Yeah, Zayn was next uh, with a stunner from Owens, which that was hilarious too. How they were going back and forth. Um, you know, Zayn was trying like hell to get uh, on the same side as Owens. Like, hey, we've got history, and blah blah blah, and trying to convince him to work together again. That didn't work. That was that was great stuff. Uh, Owens is next. He's the third one out from a splash from Jay Uso. And uh, for a while here, with the eliminations that Jay Uso was having, I kind of thought that uh, Jay Uso was going to end up being the one to face his cousin, which would have been, uh, which would have been great. A little throwback to how like all this stuff started when Roman first became champ. Um. I was just hoping we wouldn't get the finger poke of doom. That's the only thing I was hoping for, <laughs> you know? Um, but Cesaro is next with a, a splash from Uso. So that's two eliminations from Uso. And Daniel takes out uh, Jey Uso with a running knee, that wicked running knee, one of the best ones. I'd say his... Um, and Rohit Raju from Impact have some of the best running knees right now. Totally. And um, so, yeah, the, the, the order of eliminations were interesting. Daniel Bryan is your winner. And by the end, he was the first one in with Cesaro. So by the end of this, he is just completely just beat the hell. Just absolutely beat the hell. And um, so he, he, ends, he ends up facing Rome. And that's the one thing I wasn't dead sure on is if they were going to do this immediately following this chamber match or if they were going to have this at the end of the night or later in the night, but no, they didn't give Daniel Bryan a chance to breathe. And, and knowing, uh, Oh yeah. Zach Bonifer, the V trigger from <laughs> the V trigger from Omega is good too. Sorry. I, I left that out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I wrote down this was a pretty much a, a squish, you know, match for uh, for Daniel Bryan. He really didn't have a chance here. Uh, you know, had he had the rest of the night to recover, at least an hour to recover, you know, until uh, the match with Roman, he certainly would have had a better chance. But no, but that was the point of this. Everybody destroys each other. Roman walks in. Easy defense which makes you supposed to make you hate Roman even more now. So, so where, okay. So, so then edge surprises Roman spears the hell out of him and leaves him laying in the ring. And I'll say this, 
Um, Roman's selling of this spear was, I'd say you could compare it to the rock selling. And I mean that as a compliment. Um, <laughs> Mr. Fretz says, I screamed when Edge came in. <laughs> well, that answered everybody's question then, you know, and he, he pointed at the WrestleMania sign and you couldn't hear what he was saying, but he was yelling down at him as, you know, Roman was on the ground and Roman was rolling around like, oh, you know, selling it. <clears throat> so I'll, I'll say, I'll, I'll give props to uh, Roman for this. Because that was, uh, that was good. That was good. Nice little surprise. We did not have to wait until SmackDown. We got our answer. Or, you know, we didn't even have to wait till tomorrow, you know, to see if Edge was going to show up. So, but I mean, a lot of us did think that it was going to be Edge and uh, Roman Reigns. Just tonight was the definitive answer, which is what we were all waiting for. So, so there's that. Um, but so it's going to be interesting to see where this leaves everyone else that was gunning for this championship you know is anyone else from this match gonna get involved in the main event could could we see daniel bryan knowing what happened before in that that grassroots climb of him up the roster getting into WrestleMania to face um, Batista and what was it? Batista and no, who was it? It was supposed to be Batista. I'm trying to remember who he faced at Mania. It was Orton and because it was a three way, I thought. Was it Batista and Orton? I forget. It's a while back. But anyways, you guys remember the yes movement. Um, could that happen again? I'm not sure. You know, I mean, if this is if this is his last run, it could certainly happen again. What was it? Oh, okay. Orton Batista. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Orton Batista and Brian, because Batista actually won the Royal Rumble that year, right? That's what it was. Thank you, Critical Sting. Yes. Yeah, WrestleMania 30, yeah. Yeah, Orton, Batista, and Brian. Thank you. So, so yeah, great opening chamber. I was really happy that, with this one because there was the, the, the little rivalries inside that were going on between people. I know a lot of people were gunning for... Cesaro, because he's had a very consistent run lately, which has been great to see. It's been very, you know, and they've actually talked about that in commentary, you know, like how many wins he's been getting lately and he's been doing well. 
you know, because he's uh, he's not with anyone. He's not with Shinsuke Nakamura. You know, that's all split up. So, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, but hey, you know, Dan. And I'll give credit where credits due. Daniel Bryan fought till the end until he couldn't. So. Uh, then we got the U.S. title match. We've got Lashley defending against John Morrison. Was very excited to see him get the opportunity in the pre-show because uh, they pulled Keith Lee. I did not hear why. Um, I've seen things float around, but I haven't seen anything definitive as to why Keith Lee got, got pulled. So. Not sure what to believe. Not going to assume anything. We'll uh, we'll see what comes out after the weekend. Um, so yeah, that was uh, the fatal four the fatal well, f- fatal four way on the pre show was uh, John Morrison. Um, oh gosh, who was all in it? Ricochet. And now, yeah, whenever you get those two in a match, I'm I'm definitely going to pay attention to this one. Um, but sadly, I can't remember the other guys that were in the match because I was paying attention to Ricochet and, and Morrison because I was obviously hoping for one of them. I honestly did not think that Morrison was going to win. But, um, hey, not complaining. I'm not complaining. Um, because, <laughs> oh, that's right. Elias was in there. Yes. Thank you. Critical thing. Um, because, because Vinnie Mac's not sold on Keith Lee. I, I, I hope to God that's not the only reason that they pulled him. Um, Johnny Trip Trip. Oh, yeah, Mustafa Ali. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I, I it just I went blank. Just went blank. Um, so, yeah. Great bunch of guys. A lot of action. Um, super stoked. I mean, if you look at the way stuff's been booked lately, I, I'm a little surprised. At, at at John Morrison, but um, but man, what a workhorse! Seriously, so good to see him get this. Um, <laughs> Critical Stig says Ricochet reminds me of Prince Puma for some reason. Can't remember, can't imagine why. Yeah, totally right. It's like five years ago, Lucha Underground all over again, right? <laughs> Wink, wink. Oh, man. So, um, but yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this uh, U.S. title match. Lashley has just been an absolute monster lately. I'm, I'm much more happy with the booking of this Lashley lately as opposed to when he first showed up and it was all wonky with comedy and spreading his ass cheeks and the stuff he was doing with Leo Rush and not knocking Leo Rush. Leo Rush was put in this situation and he was trying to make, you know, chicken salad out of chicken shit, you know, given the content. 
Um, so, but it is what it is. And, um, <laughs> Bell's boy says, it is J bone. Trust me. I'm not Susan. Well, we know you're not Susan. Um, it's because Susan is Susan. We only trust her. Um, but yeah, Riddle versus John Morrison versus Lashley uh, had all the spots you can imagine. Uh, John Morrison even um, uh, missing one of his famous spots too, and then not getting the pin on another uh, famous one of his spots. And it just you know, it's like, oh well, then he must not be winning this. But he did win it. He did win it. Or no, excuse me, he didn't win it. Riddle won it. Oh my God, my brain tonight. And knew. I'm thinking of the, the lead into this. The four way. John Morrison won the four way. Riddle and knew, your new United States champion, which left Lashley just absolutely furious. Absolutely furious. So and I was uh, I was a little surprised, but uh, I've I've been a big fan of Riddle for years since his um, since his evolved days. Like I'm not a big MMA guy, but I heard about all the MMA stories, and um, like I've I've seen the matches like Riddle versus Keith Lee in Evolve, you know, leading to their call ups you know, going to WWE, the, the matches they put on in the Indies. And um, so, yeah, it's very, very exciting. Very exciting. Paul asks, <laughs> Mark says, stop fucking with my emotions, Jacob. <laughs> Not fucking with any emotions. Paul asks, was any contracts up? Who do you see joining Impact or AEW in the near future? I don't think anybody's. I mean, I've heard about people not signing, but I have no clue who's who's signing and who's not. I well, I heard I heard Riddle re-signed as far as that goes, but as far as the very vague reports coming out that there are people who are not resigning. I have no clue. You could throw your guesses out there because I have no clue. Um just uh just don't know. I mean you can see how people are getting booked and you could throw your guesses out there but that they could change their mind last minute too. We'll see. It's all up the it's all up the mez. Uh, up, up to uh, not Miz, Vince. It's all up to Vince. He's pulling the strings. It's his company. It's his baby. It's his circus. You know. RJ says, fact. Edge said he has 13 possibilities for his opponent, but he did not include the Miz in those possibilities. Oh, that's that's interesting. He probably said that on SmackDown, which I didn't watch. So I'll just 
take your word for it, I guess. Hey, you guys are just getting silly. Zach says, Trent will sign to AEW announced team. Never saw that coming. <laughs> no, I won't let him do that. No, no, it's, that's not happening. Um, so, yeah, great match for the U.S. title. Um, and uh, Riddle's your new champ. So it'll be interesting to see uh, his road to WrestleMania. I mean, that was one thing they said is he was really gunning to get to WrestleMania. Well, he cemented that now. I mean, assuming he keeps his title until Mania. <clears throat> we'll, we'll see if Lashley is still a part of that. Does Morrison, you know, figure into that? Or is he going to ride the coattails of The Miz? Who knows? Who knows? I mean, there's a lot of little things that can happen, but we'll just have to wait and see how stuff unfolds over the next few weeks. Um, then we got the women's tag title match. I was probably least, um, I mean, nothing against the women. I mean, I'm just not really sold on Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler as a team anyways. Like, Totally didn't match tonight. That would have helped. They don't even have matching ring gear. You know, if you're going to have a tag team, you should at least look similar and not like complete opposites. Like, uh, like, oh, we didn't talk about how we were going to look tonight. I guess we should have done that. At least, uh, you know, Bianca, you know, wears blue and Sasha Banks has blue hair. At least there's that. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, and I, I don't, uh, I don't like the whole Reggie thing. That's just confusing as hell. That makes no sense to me. I mean, I get why they're doing it, but it's, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't intrigue me at all as a fan, but he distracted Sasha Banks, which cost them the match. So I'm hoping that's where this storyline ends. And now we get into Bianca versus Sasha Banks because that's, I think, where the fans really want to see. Or are they going to completely swerve us? And because Asuka doesn't have an opponent now, whereas she did, she did have a number one contender, but she's pregnant now, apparently. And I guess I guess all we can do as fans is pray that it's not actually Ric Flair's. <laughs> God, I hate that storyline. I mean, hey, nothing against Lacey Evans. I, I hope and pray she has a good pregnancy and stays healthy and baby is healthy. Or, but man, just oh, like I don't like the fact that Ric Flair's on TV anyways. Like I love Ric Flair. I love his history and everything. It's wonderful. God bless him. But he does absolutely nothing for me on TV right now. So is it a blessing in disguise that Lacey Evans is actually pregnant, in my opinion? Yes. Does that, does that mean less Ric Flair? Crossing my fingers. I'm legit crossing my fingers. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, 
Mark says, Bianca is incredible, but she ain't got the heat for the boss yet. Oh, okay. So you don't want to see your face, the boss. The boss. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see. I mean, I, I'm assuming that's where we're going to go. Um, I, I'll say this. I have really become a fan of Bianca Belair over the course of the last year. Like when uh, she first started with NXT, I was not a fan. It, it, it really took me a while. Oh, you guys are messing with Mark now. Be nice. Be nice. <laughs> it's been an emotional month for Mark. All right. Let's, let's take it easy on him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. All right. Uh, all right. Quick question here. RJ says, do you think Randy Orton changed after his match with the fiend at TLC as he keeps on losing? And he was also eliminated at first by Kofi in the chamber. Well, it completely keeps him out of the title scene and, and frees him up for the fiend. Cause I think that's what we all know is going to happen anyways. So. It's um, it, we'll see. I mean, I, I like the whole uh, Alexa Bliss addition to the storyline. It it certainly changes. It adds another dimension to it. But we'll see. <laughs> Eric says, I'm telling you right now, MVP's cutting a promo and call out the new WWE champion, Miz, and Miz cut a promo and Drew comes out and Sheamus too, but music hits and it's Brock and Lashley face off. Well, there is a lot of, wow, that's, that's a mouthful, dude. We'll see. I know there's little rumblings of Lashley wants Brock at Mania. We'll see if that, we'll see if that happens. I, I'd like to see that. Two behemoths going at it. I, I wouldn't mind that. All right, let's see here. But yeah, uh, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler retain. Not a whole lot else to break down from that one. Interference from Reggie, of course. Wasn't a fan of this. Now, there should have been a uh, women's title match in here, but they did, uh, you know, I'll give them credit. They didn't just throw a contender in there. They didn't just give it to someone. And because they've done that in the past, where they just switch it up and say, oh, it, well, it's so-and-so against the uh, the champion now. Oh, okay. So whatever's going on now with Asuka, they're going to have a new, they're going to have to figure out a new number one contender somehow, some way. And because um, I wasn't a fan of this whole Lacey Evans actually being there anyway. Now, of course, you can assume Charlotte's going to be that person, which is fine. Um, 
I think Charlotte, I think they still have to tell that story, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. True Colors says, I'm excited for Shayna and Nia versus Dakota and Raquel. All right. See, and I haven't been watching NXT lately. I know they won their Dusty Classic Cup on the women's side of things, and that gives them that opportunity. So we'll see. We'll see where that falls in uh, on the way to WrestleMania. You know, are they, are Nia and Shayna just going to show up this week and give that to them on Wednesday, or are they going to build on that? We'll see. I don't know. It's certainly different than the guy side of the Dusty Classic, you know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Zach says Braun is lurking. Oh, God. That's creepy. Uh, <laughs> hey, HD's in here. What's up, man? How you doing? Um, all right. So, yeah. So, no women's title match. That puts us right at the main event, which, you know, was shocking. I was like, oh, my God, we're already at the main event. But they took their time with this one. This, you know, this there was there was no rush here. Uh, you know, you can't rush an elimination chamber match. You got to take your sweet time with it. You got to let the stories unfold inside the chamber, no matter who's in there. So. Um, so we got the, the WWE title chamber match, including the champ. That's the big thing here. The champ was a part of this one. And, and that was one funny part. I did watch some of the, uh, the pre-show and, um, uh, they were saying, you know, looking back on that now, I, I'll, I'll, you know, wonder if, uh, McIntyre was like, "Hey, how how can I uh how can I pull a Roman Reigns hearing and get out of my uh my chamber? Can I can I do that too?" <laughs> Which is funny, um, but no, no, he was in it and he um, he did his uh, he did his best here. Um, so you got McIntyre out first, then Styles, then Kofi, then Sheamus. So those four are in the chamber pods. And then uh, to start out the match, you got Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. Um, now, I kind of thought at some point maybe they were going to do a lights out thing and have the Fiend show up and kidnap Orton and do something hokey like that, but we didn't get that. So I was happy with that. There was absolutely no interference on the Fiend side of things. So that that was good to see. I'm happy about that. They're saving that for, you know, everything after the chamber, and they'll show up uh, Monday night, I'm sure. They'll, they'll start really – I mean, that has been building, but – 
you know, Alexa Bliss. And uh, I, I didn't, I didn't watch, but I heard about the segment. Um, I saw a picture of it where she's sitting in the middle of the lit up pentagram, you know, talking about his, ret- uh, the fiend's return. It's like, oh my God, Satan? <laughs> is Satan returning? Yes, yeah, Satan is returning. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. But Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton start out here. Um, McIntyre's next. So they didn't um they didn't waste any time getting the champ in there. I was a little little surprised, like you know, like just kind of you know, because we've seen sometimes in the past where the champ comes out last, and all, of course, now he's got the he's got the advantage. And I don't know how they decided that Sheamus was going to be last. There must have been some preliminary thing on this past Monday that I missed as far as who was going to come in the chamber last. It's, sometimes they do that, so that's probably how that happened. <clears throat> but um, because I thought for a second they said during the um, – during the match while people were getting in the pods that Sheamus was um, was coming in first or something. And I was like, wait, wait, are they giving away stuff? What's what's going on? But I just misunderstood him. So um, but yeah, this was a lot of fun. Everybody kicked ass. Uh, McIntyre was out next, then Kofi, and then Styles, and um, and I'm missing, I'm missing someone here. Oh, Sheamus, um, Sheamus was out last, but uh, as far as order of elimination. Uh, Randy Orton was first, and um, which then led to just in just absolute chaos, because the door to the chamber opens, and as the door to the chamber is opening, AJ breaks out of his pod thanks to almost runs around and goes in through the front door. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? But he was trying to beat the clock and take advantage of the situation. Cause Randy Orton had just laid waste to everyone. So actually very smart on the part of AJ styles there beating everyone to the punch. I wasn't keeping track of the clock as far as, you know, who was actually supposed to be next and who was coming out when I'm just kind of going off what I saw here as far as, Oh, okay. Well, if there was going to be someone next, there you go. So, (laughs) but this was, this was interesting to see this play out almost, you know, just destroying the one panel of the pod and, um, breaking it off of the chamber, however you want to say it. Broke it off the chamber, threw it, helped AJ down. AJ ran around, came in the front door, obviously waiting 
until Orton left because he didn't want to catch an RKO of his own. Look at the big brain on Styles. <laughs> he hasn't lasted this long for nothing, folks. Um, next, uh, Kofi's out next from a brogue kick from Sheamus. Uh, third one out is Jeff Hardy. Claymore kick from McIntyre. And then Sheamus is out fourth from a Styles flying uh, phenomenal, excuse me, phenomenal forearm. And that's one of his signature ones, but I haven't seen it put away too many people lately. I could be mistaken, but so I was, uh, you know, I've seen him tap out more people lately than, than knock him with the uh, phenomenal forearm or his other finisher, the uh, Styles class. Um, so, and then uh, Styles eats a Claymore from McIntyre and McIntyre wins. So yeah, this, this was a really good elimination chamber. I don't know really what was best as far as action. I I'd say they were both about a tie. They were both very entertaining as far as what happened in the ring. Everybody got, um, <laughs> you guys are funny. Um, this uh it's like just everybody busted their ass and uh put on a damn good show here and then the chamber is lifting up as McIntyre is celebrating and I'm like okay we'll see what happens because the show ended way early and I'm like well there's plenty of time for shenanigans now if something's gonna happen Now's the time. And then of all the people to come down, <clears throat> it's Lashley was not Miz right away, but it makes sense. Why would Miz come down when McIntyre is still on his feet, ready to go? Obviously beat the hell, but still ready to go. Um, so... So Lashley comes down, attacks Drew McIntyre, and he's just standing over him. <clears throat> and then kind of looks towards the entranceway, like, okay. And I was I was like, yes, now it's gotta happen. This this is it. If anything's gonna happen, this is it right here. So I popped for this. Miz comes down. And hits him with what did he? Oh, he hit him with a, a double arm DDT. Rolls him over, gets a two count, and the Miz's eyes almost just bug out of his head. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm yelling at him. I'm like, I'm like, stay on him, stay on him. Come on, you can do this. Is this is it? And he, look, it's 
McIntyre is no slouch. He's a beast. He's what, six, five, or more than that, 260, 270 pounds. And the Miz is muscular too, but you know, he's he's no McIntyre. So he's got to pick McIntyre up now and put him in his finisher. And he does. It puts him away. One, two, three. Yes. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming for Miz. And and I talked about this at the top of this show. For for those who came in late, I'll repeat it. It's when when he was WWE champ before, I didn't feel he deserved it. But he has been the consummate company guy, ass kicker, putting a thousand percent into everything he's doing, no matter what championship it is, no matter where they're sending him around the world for PR, anything. Look, the guy's got his own TV series. He's done movies, no matter what you think of the movies. The guy's done movies. He's an absolute star. Okay. He is an absolute star and he deserves this. He absolutely deserves this. I don't I don't care if he if it was done by nefarious means. The guy was smart. He got the job done. So I can't wait to see where this goes. What you know, if there's gonna be some kind of exclamation from uh, explanation, excuse me. <laughs> exclamation proclamation about the the uh, the 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 misination. No, um, <laughs> you know, if uh, if the hurt biz is going to be involved in this explanation of things, we'll have to wait and see. But um, I'm ecstatic that the Miz is champ, and I don't know what else to say behind that. Yeah, Mark says, "Let's go, Miz." See, Mark's very excited. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad the. Mark is excited about this. Um, so, so yeah. Bell's boy disagrees. All right. All right. He says he'd rather have Orton as champ again than, than that Hollywood wannabe oh strong words there bells boy no that's fine everyone's got their favorites everybody no it's fine <laughs> zero cool says i thought it was a great show until the end the Miz sucks oh see there, there you go see i i i understand i understand what you're saying you know, and I felt that same way about the Miz when he was champ the first time. But I look at everything that the Miz has done, and I've wanted. I feel like he's of everything he's done over the last decade plus. He absolutely deserves it now. So that's why I'm such a big Miz fan. Plus, I met him once, and I just man. The, the guy is such a the guy is such a pro man it's just unbelievable so 
Zero Cool just losing his mind in the chat. It's okay. We can agree to disagree. It's okay. It's all right. You're wrong, but that's okay. No, I'm just <laughs> all right. Before I offend any more people. All right. So, so thanks for tuning in. I realize it's late. Much love to everyone that joined for this. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where this goes now, because this certainly changes things up on a few fronts leading to WrestleMania. Well, of course we got Fastlane first, so we'll see what happens leading to Fastlane. So, so I'll be, uh, I'll be covering raw tomorrow night. I'll be, uh, sitting on the edge of my seat waiting for the, and new awesome wwe champion to make his appearance so all right we'll so we'll see you guys tomorrow night and then for those not so much a fan of the wwe stuff that's fine i get it you can you can uh show up on tuesdays for the watch along now it's starting a little early just in case you didn't catch that bill and i will be covering the bti stuff because it essentially is that third hour of impact now on Tuesday nights. So, whew, yeah, it's going to be a long night for J-Bone. Uh, pray for me. Uh, and Bill, for that matter. It's going to be a long night for both of us covering that. So, um, so we'll see what happens tomorrow night. Join me after Raw for some Raw discussion here on Smash This podcast on your way out don't forget to smash that like button smash that sub button ring that bell for notifications if you're over on the twitch you can cheer bits you can sub you can do all that stuff you can gift subs all that lovely stuff and for those listening on the audio thank you so much for tuning in I know there's some devout ones on the audio because that audience is slowly growing. I could check out the numbers and it's, it shows. So thank you. You can find that over on anchor.fm forward slash smash this podcast. There also is a support button on there and you can support the podcast for less than a buck a month. If you so chose, if you so choose to, there's three tiers. So take a look at that if you feel you want to, or you can buy some merch. There's the merch link in the description of the video as well. Much love, everyone. We'll see y'all tomorrow night. Take care.